0: We hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, my name is Alan Collins. I am the partner who heads up the abuse team at Hugh James, and I am joined today by my colleague Danielle Vincent. Hi, Danny. Hi, Alan. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the Scottish Redress Scheme. But before we get underway, I need to remind you that we discuss sensitive issues, and it's fully appreciated that the content of a podcast of this nature can cause distress. So if you think that you may be distressed by what we're going to be talking about, now's the time to turn away, switch off, go off and do something else. But hopefully you will stay with us because in this podcast, we are going to be talking about the Scottish Redress Scheme. And I am going to hand over to Danny, who is going to explain to us what the scheme is all about.
1: Yes so the Scottish Redress Scheme has now been launched and it's live for applicants so anyone that has been abused in care as a child up to the age of 17 before the 1st of December 2004 can potentially make an application to this. So when I say abused this has been deemed by the scheme as including physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse or neglect. So doesn't have to include all of those, just one or more. I shouldn't say just one, but our listeners will, will, will know what I mean. So there's four elements of abuse, and at the time of the abuse you needed to be under seventeen, as I say, before the first of December two thousand and four in Scotland. Now it's deemed in the relevant care setting. So there's quite a list that that includes. That's children's homes approved schools, penal institutions such as ball stalls, residential care facilities such as long-term hospital cares, and secure accommodation, boarded out, and foster care. So it includes a broad range compared to other schemes that we've dealt with in the past.
0: Yes, and it's an interesting scheme, and people who are eligible, in my opinion, should make an application. You don't have to have legal representation, but I think it's important that people appreciate that it may be beneficial to have legal advice and representation to make sure that all the options have been considered because we find that with people applying to redress schemes, and we've had a lot of experience of redress schemes, Northern Ireland, the two schemes that we had in Jersey, Lambeth, just to name but a few, there may, in fact, be other legal options. There may actually be the opportunity to bring a civil claim against an institution or against an individual. So it's very important that you, in my experience, that legal advice is sought and under the scheme, legal fees are covered. But anyway, getting back to the scheme itself, there's an upper limit of compensation, which is £100,000. You can apply for a fixed payment of ten thousand pounds, or you can go for the assessment, and you know which could be anything up to hundred thousand pounds. You've got to be able to show that you were living in a care setting when you were abused. There's a certain amount of preparatory work that is necessary. Records have to be obtained. So to obtain an award for an individual assessment. You've got to provide a witness statement, which basically sets out your story, the you want of a better phrase. You've then got to supply supporting evidence such as care records, medical records, therapy records, and possibly a medical report. So there's, you know, there's some preparatory work to do there. Again, in my experience, a good reason why to have some legal help in respect of all of this. But it's not compulsory. I'm just sort of making the mm-hmm. point.
1: Yes, and it's good that if any of our listeners are considering the scheme, to note that if you were in a care setting and you don't have, you know, you haven't had therapy or you haven't mentioned this to your GP, for example, because lots of people do not disclose their abuse, they don't want to relive it in in later life, doesn't mean that you, you'll be rejected from the scheme or you can't apply because the point of the scheme is that to draft a detailed a statement of what you went through. And as you say, that's something that we can assist with. We've done quite a few now and we know how to detail them to assist as much as possible. So it's definitely something to get in touch with or to consider, even if you feel, oh, well, I didn't speak to my GP about this. Would I not be able to apply? The other thing to consider is that with this scheme, you can apply for a next of kin. You can apply if you're the next of kin for a partner or a parent and there is an award up to £10,000 if that person is now deceased. Other things to just consider is that if you have a criminal conviction in respect of sexual violence with a sentence longer than five years, you'll need to disclose that and that will be considered as part of what the conversation valuation is going to be. So that's it in a nutshell and as you say we can give a lot more detail to anybody that's considering joining the scheme. After the application is submitted with your statement, the Redress Board panel will then consider your application and they will, once that's been considered and they've reviewed it, they will make you an offer of settlement. And this by the person can be either accepted at that point or you can request a review of the settlement offer if you want that appealed, if you're not happy with the initial decision.
0: And I think it's important to stress that a lot of attention is focused in our experience on the statement provided by the applicant, provided That is, you know, the the victim, the survivor. So thinking of the Northern Ireland experience that we've had, where we represented quite a large number of people and we were very successful. There was only a few cases where we had to go to appeal. And again, we were successful on those appeals. But what it demonstrated was that the witness statement from the applicant needs to be very thorough, very detailed. And it's, you know, it's not easy to draft this. You know, you're dealing with very personal issues. You've got to go go back to your childhood and, you know, explain the history of your childhood. You know, where you were born, where you came from, who your family were, why you ended up in care, what happened in care. And you've got to go into a lot of detail in order to give yourself a decent chance I
1: think in yeah. respect of what you're saying there Alan is that actually yes my experience of, of, of a lot of the clients that I've dealt with under different schemes is that a client will tell you what's happened you know and, and you th- say is that everything and then you you know you're just chatting about life in the home and then you s- ask some other questions and that by asking certain questions people remember a lot more and also there's a lot of things that perhaps a client won't realise is abuse or is included within the scheme as a banding for the abuse. You know, it could be different things, which a lot of our clients think the abuse, as you say, is just being beaten or sexual abuse, not a lot of the emotional things that they went through. And by having someone draft the scheme for them, you are getting a fully rounded statement with perhaps lots of things that they wouldn't have thought to say.
0: Exactly. And of course, given the background that of some of our clients they didn't necessarily appreciate that being knocked about was actually illegal being you know physically assaulted they just thought that was normal and the way that adults behave their appreciation of right and wrong as as regards the way they were treated is not what it should be. No criticism of them because they wouldn't know any different because that was the way that they were treated. And and, um, it needs someone to step back and say, well, actually, that is not right. That should not have happened to them.
1: But I mean, even the physical abuse, more so on the emotional abuse, and we won't give out too many examples in case they're triggering, but, you know, not... Being told that you weren't loved or you weren't wanted at home, things like that. Clients don't necessarily put in their statements, but there's a significant form of emotional abuse that mm. forms part of the criteria for the compensation. So, yes, it's definitely something that we are willing to talk to people about and assist if if you feel you need assistance on these.
0: Okay, and I think I've mentioned the fact that people should not be worried about having to pay lawyers because under the scheme, the lawyers get paid basically a, a fixed amount for sorting this out for applicants. The time frame is really not known at the moment, is it? I think people have to appreciate that our experience so far, if people apply they've got to be conscious that it could be some time for their applications to be processed.
1: Yeah, guidelines on the scheme at the moment say between three and 12 months, but I imagine it depends how many applicants are in front of your application, if you've got significant medical records or a medical report. So yeah, there's no hard line on what the deadline for a response is, but it's hoped to be between three and longest 12 months.
0: Yeah. I think the scheme is good news myself, but people need to appreciate that when they're looking at making an application, is this absolutely the way that I want to go or do I need to think this through a little bit in case there are other options which may be more beneficial? You know, some of the applicants to this scheme may well have very good civil claims to pursue against whoever, which may be more effective from their perspective may achieve a greater sense of justice than going through the Scottish Government Redress Scheme. So there's something to think about there. But I think generally speaking, you know, the fact that there is a scheme is good news and people should not be shy from applying.
1: Yeah, of course. As we said, if anybody is thinking about the scheme or wants more information, by all means, get in contact with someone within our team.
0: Thank you very much. So it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Danny.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.